welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. Paris, Paris, that's my name. I have started venturing out, friend, and it Ooh. feels like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Jesus. I know. Like, it's so funny because I've been, what is it that you say about your husband? He's the chosen, what, the chosen tribute? Or he's, he's the, the tribute. tribute. Yeah. He's, he's the chosen the one. Yeah. going to the store. Yeah. So yeah. that's me. Like, I'm always the one that goes to the store because my husband already has a job where he's exposed to a lot of things. So I take care of the other stuff. And so I've been out of the house. It's not like I haven't been out of the house, but just going to the grocery store and right back to your car, not seeing anybody you like and all those type of things. Cause most of the people that I see at the store, I hadn't, I always end up running into somebody that I wish did not recognize me with a mask on, but they always do. Don't ask me why. Um, but the last two weekends I had, well, I had lunch and then dinner. It was both at the same place cause they're doing a lot of outdoor dining now in my town. Oh. Which I think is fantastic. It was wonderful to actually sit and drink cider and eat a meal. Okay, but it's nice there. It's like hot as Hades here. We can't oh, do that. that. I mean, they're trying to do it, but I'm like, dude, it's, it's, I almost said it's July. It's not July yet, but it's almost. And it's almost. hot. It's super hot. So I don't know how people are sitting out there, even with the misters, which, okay, can we talk about misters? Oh, and like, no. they make you like gross. It makes you, it's almost like sitting, okay. So there's been, well, I've been over to East Coast a number of times, but the one I will never forget the one time I went to when you and I worked together. Um, I went to North Carolina. I had to train somebody in our Charlotte office, mm-hmm. in Charlotte, yeah, and they made us stay at that hotel that was across the street because the, obviously the company was saving money, and so you had to walk from the across the street across the parking lot, and I was. I took a shower in the morning. I got myself ready. I even put my hair up because I knew it was hot outside. I was like, it's hot. I'm not going to put my hair down. By the time I got to the office, I was like, can I go back to my hotel and re-shower? Because this is disgusting. <laughs> it's like, it, I feel like misters do that. They make you sticky. And Yes. And that's exactly yeah. how it feels because I used to live in Nashville. So I know how that humidity works. It's disgusting. Um, but I guess when you live in it, you just kind of get used to it. But for us where, you know when you were living here it's desert weather so it's completely dry where it's like two percent humidity as opposed yeah. to nine thousand percent humidity <laughs> two billion <laughs> yeah it's like it's a big difference so you can really feel it but yeah i can't i can't deal with the misters but i would love to sit outside and eat but no it's just not possible in vegas yeah i just don't know i mean i guess misters do cool your body down but Number one, if you're eating, that means misting your food, right? Ew. I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, now all I'm thinking is the pipes that it's coming through and is oh, it clean? I just ruined this for everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, that's gross. Gross. Just, well, because think if you're eating something that's like bread or a waffle, or I was just thinking of like something that's can get soggy. <laughs> that's gross. I <laughs> I'm ruining it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it is going to get hot here. It's going to, I think it's finally going to hit the, well, it's going to hit the 80s. Oh, this week. whoa. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, that's hot. I don't know. 
It's 103 it's right now, now where I'm at. Okay. 103. Oh, well, see, today it's only in the 70s. Oh, jeez. Okay. Sorry. All right. Anyways, the other thing I'm really missing, though, like, and I think you and I have talked about this, is my commute. I, I know that sounds silly. And my commute wasn't that long. It was like 30 minutes in the morning, maybe 45 minutes to an hour in the evening. I miss listening to podcasts. Me too. Because other than our podcast and working on it, I just don't have as much time to listen like I used to. Mm-hmm. I think and that's true thing, for a lot of people. Right? I feel like because during work time uh, with my, you know, nine to five job, um, I can't listen to things like a podcast or a book or something because I can't concentrate. No. And then I feel like I missed something in the podcast and I've got to go back, but then I don't know where I left off. It's just silly. So I don't do that during work. And so like it's the time in the car is really where I hit my podcasts or my audiobooks and things like that. And so um, I've been – so being in the car a little more often lately, I've gone into the office a few times. I've been listening to my podcasts, my true crime podcasts, hmm. and they make me happy. <laughs> I do love those. <laughs> I miss them. Yeah. So – um, but I love, well, we know I love true crime in general. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm also, um, binging how to get away with murder. <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot wrong with me. Oh my God. Is that, that's not true crime though, right? It's a drama. It's not, no, no. It's a drama, but it's based okay. around crime. Like, <laughs> Well, I've never seen it. I just know I've heard oh, the name. You haven't? No, no, I've never good. seen it. Is it, is it, is her name Viola Davis? Is I think Viola so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's she- bombastic. She's amazing. I love her. Yeah, no, so she's much. great. She's fantastic. I agree. But I um I like the way that they do the, well, it's you almost can't just start a s- season, you have to finish it because what they do is they show you little bits at mm-hmm. the end of each episode of like what happens a month and a half later. And oh. it's the cr- right, and that and that's always the crime or where the drama is or something's happened. And there and so all the episode is leading up to that time period. Okay. And then all of a sudden you'll have like a five minute span where they're showing everybody freaking out. Someone's dead. Somebody got murdered, <laughs> you know, and you don't know what's happened. You're just seeing snippets. And it's an, it, and it's so, it's written so well because just those snippets get you like, I need, I need the next episode like right away. So is it a like, bunch of murders or is it no. like it's one each murder season. for the whole season? Okay. Right. Each season, I think, yeah, each season's been like one murder. Okay. Basically. All right. But. But this season, I, I'm only on four, and I think there's six now on Netflix. I've oh. watched up to season four, so wow. just saying, if you're looking for a new show. Well, I started watching, um, and I don't know if I said this last week, but the Betty Broderick story. I, so it's kind of interesting. It's on, uh, yes, we did mention it last week. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, it's the Dirty John season two. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. If you say Dirty John, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Did you really write, write, write me? I can't believe you did did that. I cannot. Sorry. I can't with you. (laughs) My gosh. Anyways, so the podcast and the Dirty John season two are both running at the same time concurrently. So it's very cool. And so I've been listening to it and watching it. And it's, um, I got to tell you, though, the podcast is way better. Just like a book, right? Like you're getting more Mm, details. You're actually getting like um, recounts from actual people and things like that. Whereas, you know, obviously a show is fictionalized or dramatized, dramatized, whatever. Dramatized? Yeah. Yeah, Because it's not fictional. It's a true story, but they're just reenacting it. Yeah. Is that what it is? Essentially. But it's really kind of an interesting story. Um, And she's still in jail um, in Corona, California, I think, or something like that. So she's still behind bars and she's still claiming that, no, they deserved it. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, she's I still obviously nuts. don't know this story, so oh, I need to go please look, it look up. into it. But you know, I speaking of fictional and craziness or whatever you want to call it, um, did you happen to? And I don't know the full story because I haven't looked into it all the way. But I got it on my newsfeed about how TikTok and K-pop fans apparently like infiltrated um, Trump's um, what is that? His rally. <laughs> Yeah. And see, I haven't really been paying attention because I'm really bad about that. But I was like, wait, what? So I kind of read the story and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, they really like falsified basically ticket sales. Well, they weren't for Mm -hmm. sale, but you know, like saying, hey, we're going to be there and then not show up. And it was like in the hundreds of thousands or something like that. So they expected a turnout, I guess, a huge turnout. And then it just womp womp. (laughs) So the article that I saw. Also said, though, that there was no cap on tickets because they expected overflow. So it wouldn't have really mattered if. But yes, that is what happened. Or at least what the rumor is, is what's happened. K-pop fans apparently are super freaking like powerful. I never knew. I, I this K-pop thing is a real thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just it to me I just it seems like this far away thing, but I don't know if you heard and I really I'm not super well versed on what it was, but I I want to go look it up. In the beginning of the current unrest around Black Lives Matter and all the uh, protests and everything and and George Floyd, there was a hashtag going around on Twitter that was super racist. And I think it was like Hmm. White Lives Matter or something stupid that Mm -hmm. somebody somehow kicked off and it became uh, trending, but for a bad reason. Right. It was trending. It was racist. It was horrible. K-pop fans Mm -hmm. went after that hashtag and changed it basically using the same hashtag but for a different purpose and completely flip the narrative at least that's an article that i read about wow. and i'm like these people are like a movement this is crazy yeah no i mean k-pop fans are there's a lot of them i still have yet to hear any songs or anything like that I, yeah from, i don't know i think the, it, the band is bts is the big band i think right now right like that's my neighbor's kid about. loves loves that band and i'm like i haven't heard one song from these people not one, I, so no, I don't. Either. I don't even know. But good on those fans, and uh, good job, K-pop. You know, yeah, that's just that's really cool. So, anyways, let's get on with this. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub, and married to my husband for ten years, eleven months, three weeks, and two days today. So, but <laughs> I'm not counting. I'm honey. Not I'm not all. counting. I, I promise, I'm not counting. But anyways, I have been trying to make cakes every week now for the past. I don't know, like four or five weeks. And I'm just not happy with the density and the, um, oh God, my least favorite word in the dictionary, moist. (laughs) I cannot get the formula just right to get the moistness right. Courtney, shut up. Shut up. up. You used it twice. That's amazing. I hate you. Oh God. So funny. But there's no other word for it. The wetness, the wetness sounds even worse. I made it worse. We're literally unraveling right now around the word moist. Stop saying it. So gross. This is, this is right along the lines of her other favorite word, buckets. I hate you. Move on. <laughs> Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm the working mom to three. Go on with your little your little spiel. I, yes. She's not Courtney. I'm Courtney. Don't listen to her. I'm Courtney, the working mom to three. Uh, I realize that next school year, I will have kids in three different schools, elementary, middle, and high school. Good Lord. And I have literally no idea how I'm going to manage this mm. at all. Thank God, though. I, this sounds so bad. But thank God, I'm not the PTA type of mom. Um, 
<laughs> do my volunteering as best I can. But damn, I only have so much time. So um, I've been married to my husband for 12 years and he's a keeper. And you know why? Because he knows to put the seat down. Yes. Definitely a winner, ladies. Woo-hoo! That's it. That Gotta is keep winning. Him. That is totally winning. Uh, so last week we totally spaced and we didn't do like a um, pre-Father's Day podcast. Oops. Oops. Our bad. <laughs> so we are going to give it to you now. Better late than never, I say. I celebrated my husband with donuts from our local donut shop here in Vegas, Pink Box Donuts, which apparently all the other moms in Vegas had the same damn idea. <laughs> and there was a huge line outside, you know, six feet spaced apart ish the girl behind me obviously can't calculate because she was at least only three feet away from me and i'm like get the fuck out of my personal space it's too close (laughs) in general i know i'm like can you back up though are you my son right now honestly so i was glad that i pre-ordered my donuts um but when i went to get them guess what they had the nerve the fucking nerve to be sold out of courtney uh yeah, uh, uh, but but you pre-ordered. I that okay that all day long. I pre-ordered. No, the fucking chocolate icing with sprinkles. Wouldn't you make more Out. of those? Aren't those like the most yes. popular donut? Like for, that should be a sin. That is my absolute favorite donut. Damn it! And they didn't fucking have it. Not one. Okay, but I held my composure and I didn't flip the <laughs> fuck out outside since, after all, it wasn't my damn day. All right. So thankfully, they had the one donut that I had picked out just for my husband because I was going to flip the fuck out if they didn't have it, which was the key lime one because he loves key lime anything. Okay. Um, And of course, the three donuts that spelled out dad. Oh, that's cute. That's some serious (laughs) donut business, though. Like I, I I, I don't know. My husband actually, which is kind of funny. He's not a huge fan of donuts. Like, all the time. I don't know. We have a great little local donut shop that we get them from. But, and that's usually because it's what the kids choose and he'll just go along with it. He'll, you know, he'll eat a donut with his bre- with his coffee or whatever. But then he's still hungry. So, mm-hmm. he'd rather have a heavier breakfast if it's his choice and not the kids. So, uh, this morning we went with breakfast burritos from a mm. little Mexican restaurant that I know of. And two of my uh, shockingly difficult children <laughs> ate the burritos as well. So I was super excited about that. While the other just had an egg plate thing, I just went with it and didn't keep – it. This was for my husband. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Um, so my husband was in heaven, though, with his hot sauce and loaded burrito. He was very But happy. is it as good as Roberto's? It's been <laughs> so long. Actually, I don't ha- I don't think we used to get breakfast burritos from Roberto's. Didn't we get them from somewhere else? I or was it Roberto's? We, no, we used to get them from both. We used to get them from Fausto's around the corner, and then we used to get them from Super B's. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been a really long time, and so I don't remember. But these are pretty tasty. The only thing that they could do better is have the hash browns be a little more crispy. That's See, it. I know. You have selective amnesia. I get it. You just I, you don't want to think about it. <laughs> I've been gone for six years. Don't. Okay. We're moving on. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so I also made brown sugar bacon, which is basically candy for breakfast, just so you all know. I could not believe how fast I ate all that fucking bacon because, like, regular bacon, (laughs) to be honest, I can only eat, like, two pieces max because of the saltiness. But on Father's Day, I had, like, six pieces. Oh, my gosh. And you know that saying, um, you are what you eat? Yep. I'm a sow now. That's me. Dude, there's something wrong with you. Bacon's the best thing (laughs) in the world. 
I don't care, you know, I don't care what anyone says. Take away everything else. Do not take away my bacon. No. Right. I see. And you, you're you better than me, though. You made stuff. I <laughs> We've been talking about what to have for dinner, and we talked about possibly grilling steaks, because meat is definitely my husband's favorite food in the world. It, meat. He just wants meat. Meat. However, I didn't want to ruin the meal, so now I'm not sure what we're doing. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am... Um... Well, this will be already played, but I'm surprising my husband with, um, I'm going to, and I'm trying, okay, this is effort, people. I'm going to try to make grits and Cajun shrimp with honey and Dijon mustard. I I don't know. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I got, I hope it, I hope it's good. (laughs) I don't know. Is this because of your love of, of New Orleans? Oh, is that where yes. From? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So to back up a little bit here, um, my husband does not like oatmeal. He does not like cream of wheat. But when we went to New Orleans, for whatever reason, he ordered um, the shrimp and grits. And I'm like, babe, have you lost your mind? You no. know, I mean, because essentially in my head and maybe for you too, grits is kind of like cream of wheat to me. I don't think I've actually ever had grits. I've had cream of wheat. It used to be a staple in my house when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, well, but it's just kind of a lumpier, not lumpy. I don't want to say lumpy because that's not right. It's just like a thicker um, cream of wheat oh, okay. is essentially what grits is like to me. Um, so anyways, moving on from that story. So I hope, crossing fingers, that that meal turns out well. Um, so anyways, back on to Daddy's Day. So as for my dad, okay, my dad, he's still in Nashville right now, you know, because of the COVID business. But so I could, wasn't really able to celebrate with him. Sorry, Daddy. I love you. <laughs> but not that there would be much to do since, you know, we're all trying to play it safe in this COVID shit. And, you know, it's just going on and, and ruining days but anyways but I figure I should say what I'm grateful for my dad for you know since it is Father's Day and all right I mean yeah well I'm guessing there's a lot of families out there that are probably putting their celebrations either on hold or you know they are looking way different these days which I figure that's just kind of a way of life now so hopefully everyone can just kind of enjoy it to the best of their ability yeah that's true so so my dad so when I was a teenager my dad and I rarely spoke um, he was always working. Like there was a point, I think he had like three jobs to be honest. And I was too self-involved. Yes, I know. It's hard to believe self-involved Paris. What? <laughs> but you know, I was more interested in putting my outfits together for school and socializing. And I know shocking. That's a teenage thing. That's not just a Paris shocking. thing. We were all doing the same thing. I know. But you know, I will say that my dad worked his ass off for our family. And I really, I love him so much for that. And, um, I, I commend him for never complaining and just doing the hustle, you know. It wasn't until after high school that I truly got to know my dad better and could appreciate all of his words of wisdom. I am sure most kids say that. I'm hoping someday my kid says that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really positive. And what you would hope your children would take from their father, right? Like wisdom and stuff like that. I think that we're also, you know, when we were growing up, the generation was kind of trying. It was it was. Yeah, (laughs) the generation of our parents, I should say, was starting to shift Mm -hmm. where often both parents worked, but fathers were still considered like the head of the household. Yes. But um, I don't feel that way in the the dynamic of my marriage. I don't know about you, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's how it is in my marriage now. So obviously we just continue to kind of change. But as a kid, um, you know, that was as when we were kids, that was kind of the setup. So the hardworking responsibility stuff, it really is a representative 
of like that father role at that time. True. Very true. So one of the lessons that has always stuck with me is my dad telling me that I had to prove the value of something before I could have it. I, I hated it. <laughs> I used to get so pissed off and just give up on things I wanted because A, it was too much work to do the research because there were, you know, I, it was just too much work. B, I couldn't really prove the worth of the item, so I just gave up. C, if it was something that I truly had my heart set on, I proved my case and the wish was granted, okay? <laughs> but to this day, I frustrate my damn self with looking at items and asking uh, what their worth is to me. Um, it's both a gift and a curse, but I am super grateful that he instilled that in me because I do use that tactic for almost everything I buy. Well, I mean, well, and hello. Back then, how much harder was that? Like, it's not like we could easily have an easy internet at our fingertips all the time. And I say easy internet because our kids don't understand the waiting for dial up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, and it, we didn't have Google. We didn't have Wikipedia. We didn't have those things. Like you had to wait for dial up. And then I don't even remember being able to like really search things up very much. So our kids just, they have no idea how lucky they are when it comes to research product projects. I am pretty fucking bitter about that actually yeah same <laughs> same you know you tried justifying a teddy bear backpack in the 1990s i ended up having to get a job to buy the damn thing and at the end of the day i only carried it for about a month because it became too trendy and i hate that i don't like when things get too trendy because then i stop either wearing it dressing like that or whatever because i like to be a trendsetter yep that's me um uh, which circled back to my dad and him saying see it wasn't worth the value you paid huh and i'm like oh okay oh, dad God. thanks thanks a lot for rubbing the salt in the wound with my hard-earned money <laughs> of course he had to prove his point of course mm -hmm. um so did you do gifts this father's day mm -hmm. i think uh, i think i've told you this before but my husband doesn't really celebrate things like father's day and mother's day it's not a tradition he grew up with and he just he doesn't really get it. But my kids have obviously grown up in the U.S. and these holidays mean something to them. You know, if they had been in school, they probably would have made something. Who knows? Mm -hmm. So this Father's Day, we went with homemade cards, which was cute and heartfelt. It was so cute to see what the kids wrote inside the cards. And then I ordered some bomb stuff, like bomb stuff off of Etsy, which is literally the best place for I was afraid. I, th <laughs> I thought you were saying you ordered like a bomb. And I'm like, maybe oh, we no. don't say that on the podcast. Just a thought. <laughs> no. Well, what would my husband bomb? I never mind. Jesus. Maybe we shouldn't put this. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. No, I bought him some stuff that was bomb. Isn't that the word they still use? Do we not use that word I don't anymore? Know. I have okay. no idea. Anyways, um, so we did a utility knife that says "Happy Father's Day" in the kids' names, Aww. and then an insulated mug that says "Father of Dragons" with oh, the kids' that's names cool. and little dragons. Yeah, and it's really cool because instead of it being like a, what are those, uh, cr cricket, you know, the cricket stuff that's like a sticker almost. Yeah, the vinyl. You know, uh, vinyl, thank you. Mm -hmm. You almost have to be, this is actually die cut, so oh. it's not going to just rub off or whatever, so I'm pretty excited. Um, but now, of course, he doesn't want to use the knife and risk messing it up. And so I'm like, what? I'm not sure what the point of it is if you're just going to keep it in a box. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so I got my husband the Kindle Fire. Thank you, Amazon. Thank you very much. Uh, he needed something that was bigger than his iPhone, which, don't get me wrong, the iPhone he has is humongous. It's the big version. Um, but our vision, it's going. So <laughs> this is the next best thing. Yeah. Can't you, like, super increase the font on the Kindle? So that's really good for your eyesight. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> well, so I was reading reviews because, come on, Amazon reviews are some of the funniest fucking things ever. And people wanted the Kindle to be more like an Apple or an Android. Okay, you're not paying that kind of money for this thing. So why would you think that its capabilities are the same? That's but, true. You know That's what I mean? That's true. Like, what the fuck yeah. were you thinking? The price but anyways, point is nowhere near that. No. That's true. So, but one guy said it perfectly. There are, when you get the Kindle Fire, there are no interruptions or distractions from like text messages, Facebook Messenger. So basically there's no squirrel moments. It's amazing because you're not distracted. You can actually hold this thing and be focused on what you want to be focused on without being interrupted by your texts coming through. Because I don't know about you, Courtney, but like I get super distracted on my phone. Like if somebody texts me, Facebook Messenger, Hangouts, Slack. I mean, I have so many different things on my phone that people can message me and get a hold of me for that shit maybe i need the kindle fire for myself <laughs> shit <laughs> i did it that is hard you know it's this thing where we feel like when we get one of those messages you have to immediately respond yes because absolutely if you don't or you know and it's hard to ignore them and then if you f- do ignore it if you have that capability you may forget to respond and yep. then that person thinks you were ignoring them, you know, it just whatever. I do, I do love Amazon products, obviously. <laughs> um, but for reading, uh, if I was reading just books, I like my paper white Kindle actually, because my squirrel moments would send me like right to the internet or I'm sure I would download games on my device or whatever, but it is definitely obviously bigger than a phone screen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and you know, the other thing I totally love with an Amazon fire the Kindle fire. So it's like the tablet, not just the reader Mm -hmm. uh, that you can hook it up to your digital movie. So easily like your digital library through Amazon. So for us, that's like our go-to for long drives. We could just easily download the movies they want and we're good. It's so easy. We love Amazon. Okay. 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 So appreciation time, Courtney. Okay. So we got it. We got to give it up to the husbands. All right. You ready? Okay. 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 No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I appreciate my husband for always working on bettering himself as a father and a husband. Uh, He makes time for our cub even when he's exhausted from work. He has been amazing through this COVID mess, and we have worked together to become even better parents and attentive to our son's needs. He never backs down from wrestling with our son. Uh, I wish he would. (laughs) Makes a mess in my house. But anyways, not going to talk about it. Um, And then he builds Legos with him, and he teaches him how to be strong and to understand his worth. I think that's a big deal for kids. Kids need to understand their worth. Yeah, that's true. And you need to get over the whole house being dirty thing especially when it comes to wrestling it's so important turning off now yeah whatever (laughs) you have a maid calm down (laughs) (laughs) whatever moving on let's be thankful for your husband (laughs) yes i guess i should give him a little love uh i have to say that i appreciate my husband he you know he basically supports whatever random things i'm doing at the moment um like when it's time for us to record up there you know like do these episodes he's always the one hushing the kids and keeping them out of my hair um, he works extremely hard to provide the things for us that we want and or need. And I love his way of fiercely, like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not getting choked up. I swear. She is getting choked uh, up. I see the tears. I'm a little They're up. coming. Yeah. Um, he just, he fiercely loves our kids. And that's the thing that I've always loved about him so much. You know, I really hope that those three know how lucky they are to have a dad who like literally doesn't care if our 15 year old is climbing into our bed in the morning to cuddle or our 11 year old is sleeping with us because the night just didn't go quite right. 
Um, or that he's that dad that will kill all the spiders for us because spiders have zero business being in the house. Like, I just hope my kids know how lucky they are. Hell yeah. My husband would do that too, unless it was a snake. Then it's my job to to get the snake. <laughs> no, nope, he handles the snakes too. <laughs> yeah, no, my husband would be on the ceiling if there was a snake in our house. So just letting you know. <laughs> Screaming like a girl, I'm sure of it. Anyways, happy belated Father's Day to all you daddies out there. We hope you felt appreciated and loved during your day. Yep. So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, please email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, come sit next to us. After quarantine. Don't forget to tune or outside. Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Mm-hmm.